0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Anything Better podcast with your host, Paul Versey, Bill Burr, producer extraordinaire, the Greek freak, Andrew Themlis, and you guys are listening to episode 32. Now, I have to say this, Bill. I don't know if you felt it on your end, but I felt it. I got a ton of shit. Andrew's laughing. They crucified me for forgetting 31 Reggie Miller They crucified me for forgetting 31 Mike Piazza. They were like, they were just going. And then they were going, oh, Paul. Yeah, no wonder why you forgot Reggie. Because he did. They were sending me the choke shit with the Knicks. (laughs) I was like, look, man, I'm not pulling up these lists. But yes, I apologize to Reggie Miller, Mike Piazza, all the great 30. I got one too.
1: Somebody said, he said, Billy Smith, what's the matter? Four Stanley Cups isn't enough for you? The goaltender it. for the uh, the islanders back in the day. We With fucked Alaba. up. 31.
0: We fucked up 31, Bill. We we, we... No, we didn't. I read the fucking list and I read 20 of them. All right, but we we gotta know. We gotta be better. What are we gonna forget? Magic Johnson on today's episode. But you no know cool. what we
1: feel like? we gotta get better. We sound like a losing team right now, you know? <laughs> you know we what, can't what look Bill? At the coaches anymore. We gotta can't blame the fans. <laughs> They're not showing up. We just got to get better. We got to get better. All right. Well, this is number 32, Paul. This is number 32. We can't screw this up
0: because, like I said, I mean, you know the big two in this one. There's two big ones in this one. I got to tell
1: you, this was the greatest list that I've seen. This list Uh, is nuts. Like, these are like the the top 11 32s are all all all-timers. Number 11, Franco Harris from Penn State. Uh, Four Super Bowls. Uh, was when he retired he was only second to uh, Jim Brown in uh, all-time rushing yards. Uh, and an incredible person. Number 10, O.J. Simpson. 2,000 yards and a 14-game season. And uh, some other stuff that he did. But, you know, he never got convicted. So, you know, except for, you know, buying back his... What, do he steal his Heisman Trophy back? Um number nine oh the Boston Celtics Kevin McHale Kevin McHale I can't believe I didn't do all the other Celtics along the way I'm an idiot I should have been doing all of those number eight Steve Carlton uh for the Philadelphia Phillies what do you have like uh 329 wins 4136 strikeouts the lefty number seven Marcus Allen Heisman Trophy winner, Super Bowl winner with the Raiders. Uh, Number six, Paul, Carl Malone, the mailman. Huge. These are all amazing. Number five, Sandy Koufax. Oh, the list list keeps getting better. Dude, I told you one time, Sandy uh, Koufax, Pete Rose was signing at uh, Caesars. Me and Lawhead were there, and we asked him who's the toughest pitcher he ever faced. He said, Sandy Koufax. Uh, That's the all-time hits leader. Number four, Julius Irving. He wore that when he was on the New York Nets uh, jersey. Did I just say Nia? Jesus Christ. Number three, Paul, Jim Brown.
0: Oh, my God. I forgot. On what list
1: is Jim Brown number three? When you're talking number 32, wow. Who's number two? Shaquille O'Neal. Now, come on. You got to put Jim Brown in front of Shaquille O'Neal. 100%. Uh, Four-time NBA, uh, he won four NBA championships. Three pile on with the uh, Lakers, and then one when he went to uh, the Heat. <laughs> Just gonna get shit for that. And number one, Paul. Yes, deservingly so. Irvin Magic Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Showtime. I gotta, I
0: gotta tell you something. I thought twenty-three would be a better list. I think
1: thirty-two is the best list. Oh, easily. Paul, and I didn't even bring up your boy either. Who? I didn't want to bring him up because I didn't want to I didn't want to start. What who? Well, they got a number here, Bill Walton, Jason Kidd and they got stuff like that. Then I went through one and I was like, oh Jesus. Blake Griffin, Paul. Uh. <laughs> Me and Paul have argued about Blake Griffin, his whole you're like, all he does is dunk. All he does is dunk. It's like, yeah, in the whole fucking league. We always have a couple of
0: arguments. No, I mean, listen, dude, I, I went a little hard and you went a little. Here's what happens. I get I get mad at something and I go hard and then Bill tries to offset it. So then you give a little more leeway. That's what happens. That's what yeah.
1: happens. There's always a like, jump out of the gym. He didn't need an outside shot. And then once his legs went, then he started developing outside shot. And you were like, yeah, this and that, this and that. Dude, the guy helped put the fucking Clippers on the map. the clippers had the the viewership of like the w a wnba team before (laughs) that guy came along come on nobody cared about the clippers they had them in la they went down to san diego it was san diego first then la i was thinking the chargers what was the la chargers then the san diego chargers yeah la again
0: um well we got a very exciting week
1: coming up bill
0: because nfl football is back the cold weather. Oh, you know, I'm a kid that loves a little weather. Okay. I got, I got 67 degrees. I got the, 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 the leaves are going to start changing. I got football coming. I'm up here in the country. I mean, this is my time. I am a fall guy. I am a fucking, I am a fall guy, dude. And you know what I hate me-
1: was last year was the only year I had all the Sundays off because of the pandemic. I could yeah. actually watch football. Like I did when I before I got into this business and then there was, like, no crowd or anything. And then this year, like, I'm, I'm like, crazy on the road for the first month, month yeah. and a half of the season, and it goes by so quick. But, dude, I didn't realize they somehow convinced the NFL players to play 17 games this year. What's that noise that sounds like a suction cup, like the dentist? Oh, you know what it is? It's my stupid computer because I, I don't have it plugged in. Hang on. I'm in this dumbass hotel room. Hold on. Okay. No, you know that
0: thing that sucks the saliva?
1: Do well, I know it, Paul? I used to work in a dental office. I know all about it. Hang on. <laughs>
0: talk uh, Yeah, we're going to get these odds. So this is what we'll do for you guys this week. We'll get some odds out. Bill will make a pick. I'll make a pick. We'll talk a little shit. It'll be...
1: Uh, it'll be the usual shit we do. It'll be the usual shit we do. Um... Why are they forever putting couches in front of outlets? Given a set in every fucking hotel room. So I moved like fucking nine end tables just to get to a fucking outlet.
0: So last night we're at the stand. Okay. Um, I was running around like a maniac. I did bonfire, went to the stand, ran, ran, ran along set, then ran out to YKWD, then go back to the stand. Bill's there, Bartnick's there. A bunch of friends are there. We're hanging out. I get tired. It's like one something in the morning and I'm like, you know what? I had a day I got to do radio in the morning. So I go, all right, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take off. I start hugging everybody. Goodbye. And Bill goes, <laughs> I thought about this later, Bill I was oh, Bill goes, Bill goes, dude, you're going to, what do you think, dude, we're, we're going to the, the Penn state game. Are you going to do it? I go. Yeah. go,
1: yeah, you gonna gonna going to bet the
0: game? Yeah. And I go, I'm betting 300 on the phone. I'm betting 300 on Penn state. And then you go Dude, do do you do you even know <laughs> you go do you even know what the spread is? And I was like, no. And then I go, who are they playing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have never heard a recipe for losing three hundred bucks better than that. So Paul, not- you bet the Penn State game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, I'm putting three hundred on Penn State. Do you know what the spread is? No. Hey, who are they playing? I mean, what happened, Paul? Uh, I I just looked at him, and we were standing in the street, and I started laughing, and you started laughing. We laughed for, like, fucking two minutes straight. I mean, that is just the classic And then I pulled out my phone, I go, let me me, me see who they're playing. And they're playing ball
0: state, and they're 22-point favorites. But here's the thing. In all fairness, I was taking Penn State no matter what because we're going to be there. So I would have put that 300. Who they play and the spread would have been insignificant, you know, you got to so go a little either. action. You got to go a little action when you're there. And by the way, I learned this, and I think you'd agree. When you're at a place, when you're at somebody's home, don't bet against them unless you really. I did that when me and Steve Mazzilli went to Monday Night Football, Denver versus Mahomes and the Chiefs. It was a four point line. I took the Chiefs, and I ended up enjoying the game, but it was weird hearing everybody go nuts. And I was just going like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, don't be that guy. It's yeah, like the it's
1: more fun. It's, you can enjoy it with the hometown. It all depends on what you want to do, unless like- you're just an asshole. And if you really don't like seeing people have a good time, then you bet on the visitor.
0: And that's the guy that shows up to the craps table. And one of the craps bets is to bet against against the, the roller. So everybody's don't pass or the pass
1: bar? I always forget which every, that is.
0: Everybody's clapping. Come on, man, get that nine. Hit the point. And then there's a one guy who, like, puts it on. the I think it's the come line. And 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 when you do that, and then all of a sudden, he's basically betting that you're going to crap out before getting the nine. And it's just such a shitty. It's like that guy's not at the casino. I know. First. And then all
1: the dumb degenerates around the table, like, oh, you jinxed him. You jinxed him. <laughs> you jinxed the shooter. It's like this is literally a game of chance. I always love those guys who sit there before they throw the dice and they got the way that they can, you know, the numbers that they want to be seeing. And then you still lose. I also hate, like, when you're at the crap table and you're finally winning some money, like, all right, bring me down on that six. And everybody's like, oh, it's like, am I supposed to leave my money out there until this guy inevitably craps out? If I just leave it there, I'm going to lose it. At what point can I collect my winnings? Oh, that's great! I don't like craps, dude. Craps is like, no, I don't like when the
0: when the table's hot and then they stop. That's on purpose, dude. I got pissed at it, dude. What they do is if a guy's got like four points in a row and the place is going nuts and they're handing out money, right, they come in with the new dice. Which with a new guy, they start doing things. And I remember sitting there and everyone's looking around and I just looked at the guy and the guy gave me the look like, yeah, that's what we're doing. I go, dude, this is. I literally said, I go, dude, this isn't right. I go, we're having a good time. Like, let, let this thing. And he was just like, you know doing the stupid, like they know what they're doing. Like, let's calm this table down for a little bit.
1: You know, the house is taking a little bit of a hit. But my thing is like, what are they actually doing? Because I mean, it I is a know. game of chance, but there's something about you. They're fucking with the vibe. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's like if a,
0: a coach is not going to take a jump shooter out of a game, if he just knocked down six in a row. You're not just going to be like, uh Yeah, but know. the other
1: team might call it timeout, Paul. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. That's true. That's Let's true. ice the kicker here. I was just going to say ice of the kicker. Speaking of that, did you see the Florida Seminoles-Notre Dame game, dude? That was as good a college football game, especially under the lights, opening weekend ever.
1: No, ever. I was working a, uh, I was doing a casino in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, which I had been to before. Dude, you pull into that thing and you just see like the, the the rusted remains of how this giant steel mill do. When I tell you it's like five football fields long and they knock down part of it to put the casino up. <laughs> I mean, dude, that was like one of those things where you didn't even have to fucking pass the third grade in that town. It's just like, oh, I'm ending up at the mill. I, I, I have a job. I'm good. And that's back when there was like a middle class and inflation and everything. Like the, dude, when I was a kid, the fucking... Dude, there was the milkman, there was the diaper man. These guys just drove trucks. They just delivered milk. It was like doing a fucking paper route as an adult, and you made enough money with inflation to buy a house, and you could have a stay-at-home wife if you wanted to. I mean, dude, I mean, <laughs> as much as I love my life, i got to tell you something. In another life, I don't want to be the diaper man. Be the milkman? you kidding me? Milk Collecting the empty bodies, bottles. Putting the fucking new bottles in the in the thing. That's it. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Johnson? Gang, 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 gang. Just backing out of the driveway. You fucking what do you give a shit? You got your little lunchbox? I'm just saying as far as like not mm. stressing out.
0: Oh no, I know. I fan fantas- I told you, I used to fantasize about having a job like that. Those trucks he-
1: with the doors, they open from all the way to the top to the bottom, smoking a stick coming down the street. Nobody gives a fuck because it's the 70s. No. Oh. That's the best listening to
0: your music, just listening to your music, knowing, you know, having your favorite parking space for lunch. You go under a tree. Yeah, you (laughs) You go under a tree. Your wife can't call. Bring fucking this home. Yeah. You got an AM radio
1: listening to a ball game. I mean, there was was a moment there. There was a moment between like uh, it was like World War Two. And like the 80s. It was this little fucking window where, uh, if you didn't have to go to Korea or Vietnam, if you somehow, you know, I don't know what, got out of that, because there was a bunch of bad shit happening. But I'm just saying, uh, civil rights. I remember a lot of bad shit going. But if you were a white guy driving a milk truck, you were fu- you were, you fucking you were the king of the world back then.
0: I remember the the America I remember, Bill. <laughs> But the the America I remember was walking from my grandmother's house to the candy shop in Yonkers, and it had a pizzeria next to it where they made these amazing Italian ices. It was called Dunwoody Pizza. It's still there. But if you went into the candy shop, they had a couple of video games back there, arcades that you put quarters in. None of this swiping a card like you would have to go in there with quarters and it would be like the old school arcade and you would go in there and we would go and we would buy like a pack of Starburst, and just huddle around this arcade game to get the highest score and go back. And it was the shit, man. It was like it was (laughs) like when Mike Tyson Punch Out came out those games, dude. Um, By the way, you can buy those now. They they make like and you build them. You could buy them for like three to four hundred dollars and they come in like. Box it like and but you have to put it together, but it actually looks like the arcade, it's just a little smaller. So, wow. I'm gonna do yeah, I'm gonna do that, man. Like NBA jam with the three point, he's on fire.
1: I want to get that, and maybe <laughs> just put it in like Lucas will lose his shit if I put that in his room. I used to play the Mike Tyson knockout, I used to like that one guy when he would like hop back and then he'd come flying in and throw that uppercut. Oh, it, the, it bull, took, the bull, the bull. So, that guy, it took me about five dollars and quarters to figure out. And I used to always, like, get out of the way of it. My guy would be sitting right there and get his head freaking knocked back. Did you guys have an arcade? Like, you had a big arcade where yeah. you live?
0: Yeah. That yeah.
1: My be- game, I used to play a game called Elevators that everybody forgets. And it almost looked like I Spy, where there was a one guy who was a spy who was dressed all in white. And then the other guys were, I think, the bad guys were all in black. More looking like the Hamburglar, you know, with the, with the mask on. And you you... Like, I think a little helicopter bringing you to the top of the building. Then you had to get in the elevator. I remember that. Yeah, and each floor there'd be these guys, and you'd have to shoot them as you were going down. And then there was always the one bastard as you were going down. Once your gun went below the floor level, but your head was still there, he'd lay down and fucking give you two beans right to the head. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck.
0: I remember that game with the helicopter dropping you in. I remember that there was, was another it.
1: game I remember. It was like a Vietnam-like helicopter one, and you'd go in, and I think you were picking guys up. You'd have to shoot people, and then you'd land, and then as guys got in the helicopter. They go, "Take it, take it, take it, take it." I never knew what the fuck that meant. <laughs> they were getting the thing, and then you flew away. There's like one guy out there listening right now. Remembers that game. Somebody's gonna. Choplifter. Run. It was called Choplifter on regular Sega, like the 8-bit, the original. It was called Choplifter. Yeah, it'd come in and they'd shoot the bombs at you and you'd have to try and take off before. Do you remember those guys running in? Yeah. Going, take it, take it, take it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking like, they were like wanting me to leave the other guys behind. I was always thinking like, shut the fuck up. I'm not taking anything until we get everybody in the, in the, in the, leave Willem Dafoe down there. That just makes me, every time I think of that, it just makes me think of Leslie Nielsen in Naked
0: Gun when he came out of the movie theater holding his stomach laughing and then the camera panned up and it said platoon. It's like this, it's like one of the most devastating endings to a movie. And Leslie Nielsen's like doing a gut chuckle laugh. Oh, yeah, out crying, of crying, laughing. <laughs>
1: Dude, Leslie Nielsen was a beast.
0: Dude. Leslie Nielsen, uh, our boy there, Pete, Pete texted me the other day. He goes, dude, Leslie Nielsen's underrated. I go, dude, Leslie Nielsen in anything that he did after Police Squad when he played that, like,
1: just silly aloof cop. Oh, my God. So my, one of my f- favorite jokes was uh, in Police <laughs> Squad. He was at dinner and he was in one of, like, those little corner booths with, like, the leather chair or whatever and he's with some spy lady or whatever and he knows she's a spy and she puts poison in his drink so he goes to drink and he just starts coughing uh, 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 like fucking 30 seconds and then he, then he just stops she goes you are right and he goes yeah wrong pipe <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid joke but I fucking and then they just they just plow ahead like okay well I guess if you drink poison but you inhale it rather than drinking it you don't die he goes, Don't you worry, we're gonna spend
0: every waking minute finding out who did this. Now let's go get a bite to eat.
1: <laughs> it's coming. What about so- the naked guy, naked gun when he goes up and he's bribing the he's bribing the uh the rat? Uh going like, Hey, you know what so and so is? No, uh, how about now? Okay, he's down there. Oh, yeah, what time did you see him? The guy's like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden uh, he starts paying Leslie Nielsen. He
0: goes, I don't know, my memory ain't so good. He goes, yeah, how about now? He goes, it's coming back to me. And then he goes, can you spot me at 20? Yeah, he he starts giving him the money back, dude. It's the (laughs) fucking funniest shit ever. Oh, no, dude, Leslie, the naked gun. I I say naked gun and airplane are still in my top five funniest of all time. It's just there's a joke every 30 seconds, and when
1: you still watch them, there's something else. Dude, when he calls the strike on the second one before it even gets in there, the the strike two... (laughs) The ball is still coming to the catcher. And he goes, ah, two, two, two
0: I like, but no, but before- he does that little thing with his hand. <laughs> the <steam. laughs> and then he fucking starts dancing and it's clearly not him. He's doing a split, dude. Yep. Oh my uh, God. Uh, dude.
1: I saw that I was, I was working. It was one of the great days when I was younger. I was at a, I was working in a warehouse. We had our Christmas party that night yeah. and we all got together early. All the knuckleheads. I think we were all fucking underage. I think we already started drinking. And we went to go see that movie. And we're ju- we just fucking were just hitting each other, just dying laughing. And then that night, we went to the Christmas party, got hammered. Just had a great time until the boss kind of looked at us like, what the fuck's-? I, I You guys are all underage. Dude, it literally took us till we were fucking blind drunk before he finally dawned on him. Like, hey, we probably shouldn't be having this. And We all drove there. And we all drove home because it was the 80s. How old were you? Um 19. No. Naked gun came out when 88 or 89? Um, I don't know. One of those. I think 89. It came out in 88. I was 20. If it came out in 89, I was actually of age But I was still shit faced. 88. 88. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was fucking hammered. And then it was fun. Oh no, and then 89, that's right. Christmas 89, I was I was arrested for drinking and driving. We saw it, Paul. We saw me going off the rails. There's nothing we could do. Fortunately, I didn't hurt anybody else. Uh, um,
0: I opened for you in Ottawa one time when we did that Canadian, long Canadian tour, and I looked on the wall in that Ottawa theater that we were in, and they had all pictures of Canadian comedic actors, and and I saw Leslie Nielsen, and that's when I, I didn't know he was Canadian, but that's I when I that saw him. That's when I saw a picture of him and I was just like, oh, he's Canadian. And they were like all proud. Like he was like next to like Jim Carrey and all that. Guy's a beast, man. Rest rest his soul. It's Cigars International, everybody. Is there anything better than smoking a cigar in the right setting? You know the answer to that. It's no. Uh, Whether you're looking, uh, whether you're working from home or just kicking back for a long week, there's no better way to relax than with your favorite stick. Uh, And Cigars International has the deals and selections to meet all your cigar needs. Cigars International is home to the largest humidor in America. All the brands you know and love are available there, are available here, uh, from the big top selling national brands to small boutique cigarette makers. Cigars from Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic, Honduras, Ecuador, the Bahamas, America, you name it. They've got it. They have great cigar deals from their daily cigar deal of the week specials to their cigar of the month. Uh, don't know where to start? Well, don't worry. They're the kings <laughs> of making all star sample packs. I actually, they actually sent me a sample pack and that Aurora they sent me, man. They sent a couple of really good ones. Right now, Cigars International is offering our listeners a free. Oh, oh, yeah, the uh, the CAO Flathead V660 Carb 5-Pack. That thing sounds like it's going to take you to fucking Mars.
1: Yeah. Um, I always think it's a V8, Flathead V8. Uh,
0: for any order over $50, to take advantage of this free gift, simply go to cigarsinternational.com and use promo code ANYTHING Uh, when you are ready to check out that website is cigars with a s internationals.com international.com go right now and use promo code anything for a free cao flathead v660 carb five pack they have great cigars they're fresh
1: all the time go to them okay policy genius you know to properly provide for their families, most people need 10 times the life insurance coverage that they get through their employer, the tight bastards. Why Policy Genius? The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies. So you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius thousands of five star reviews across Trustpilot and Google. And eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week, thanks to an award winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirement for a simple phone call. How are you feeling? I feel great. Okay, you're covered. Uh, the exclusive policy was recently rated number one by Forbes Advisor, higher than options uh, from Ladder, Ethos, and Besto. Uh, or Besto, sorry. <laughs> Besto, what a dummy um getting started is easy first head to policygenius.com slash better in minutes you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price when you're ready to apply the policy genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free uh policy genius doesn't add on extra fees head to policygenius.com better to get started right now that's policygenius.com slash better policy genius when it comes to insurance paul it's nice to get it right
0: <laughs> yes, it is. So um, let's get into this for a second, Bill. Let's do a little. We're going to get into the football later. We're going to get into the gambling and stuff later. But I do want to talk about since football's coming back, what you're because this is a funny thing about you. You always did this even during the Patriots great years. I would say to Bill. What do you think? What are the Patriots you guys are going to crush this year? And Bill always, he always took the conservative. Or he always took the, uh, you know, I, you know, listen, man, it depends. You know, our defense, you know, we, we made some. He never would go, oh, no, this is our year. What is your optimism level of this new uh, Jones kid you got at the helm? What do you think you guys are going to do after, Uh, you know, after kind of, Last year, uh, losing the starting quarterback and doing all that. Do you think you guys are a 500 uh, 500 team?
1: Yes. I definitely think we're a 500 team. I still think it's Buffalo's division with Josh Allen and all those guys they got out there. Um, I think uh, it might take us a season or two to get up to where they're playing if Mac Jones is what everybody is saying he is. But last night when I was at the stand uh another comic who knows somebody who knows somebody connected with the in the 49ers organization was saying that Mac Jones is the real deal and when i got excited i saw the look on your face it bugged you as a giants fan and then you were just like yeah you know that's, that's good you know the giants you know they got a good old line they got the good old line we're going to be all right
0: no no i said if they have a good old line but no i i i want to see you guys do good
1: no no i know what it I, what it really was was you know your quarterback yeah. ran down the field and tripped over, over you know, nobody. So yeah. you're thinking like, what do we got here? Do we got another butt fumble guy? Dude, the yeah. giant, I mean, I mean, I mean, the guy should have had a Jets uniform on when he did that shit, Paul. You know that. You know that. I know that.
0: Yeah. Well, the only reason why I give it a pass is because he scored on the next play. They scored. They scored. Oh, the yeah, play. no.
1: Thank God he did. But that, uh, that play, because of the fucking internet, still lives, will live on. In infamy, but hopefully it would be something that he goes back and, laugh at and can laugh at. But uh, they, should, they
0: should have a five-minute collaboration video of white guys doing shit like that. Dude, that one, when I remember I called you one time and I go, dude, please tell me you saw that white dude with the dunk. And you just go, oh, no, what happened? He dunked. He was alone. He dunked and held the thing and then his body flipped. Like, he, it, it looked like it was almost impossible. It looked like he went, he had a fast break. He went up, dunked, held the rim, his legs, and then his body just flipped over. It was one of the his legs kept going. He- <laughs> his legs kept going. It was almost like an Olympic event. Like, it, like it just flipped over, and he's like, he plopped down, and people were like, "What just happened?" It was brutal.
1: Oh Jesus! Yeah, well.
0: it, it was. It was brutal. The butt fumble. I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you know how we are. But- <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the explosive game. Um shit. What was I gonna say? You just reminded me of something about uh what we were talking about last night. Oh no, I was gonna ask you, do you think the pitiful NFC East last year, where you could have like five wins and win the division, like what do you think's gonna happen this year? Did did Cam Newton sign on anywhere? Because I know people say maybe he was gonna Um, go to the Cowboys. He hasn't. He was gonna go to the
0: Cowboys or Texans and I I didn't see anything happen. Um They're saying this is what they're saying. They're saying the Eagles are going to be the worst and that they're not going to do much. They're saying that it's all about the Giants O-line, but the Giants are set up with more weapons. Um, But they're also saying Dak Prescott could come back now that he came back, that he's going to have a breakout. So and and the defense of the Washington football team is incredible. So everyone's got Washington coming out of the division. With uh, the Giants, maybe having a chance for it, and then whatever. I don't know. I'll say this: uh, I think that the New York Giants are going to win the East, and I think they're going to be uh nine and seven or ten and six. That's what I think. Here's what you got
1: going for you: the Redskins. You know, I guess they're okay, but they just that franchise has been screwed for a long time. You're telling me the Eagles stink, so I'll take your word on that. And That's then they're the
0: saying. I don't the,
1: know. the Cowboys. The Cowboys' problem has been their owner for forever. Forever. He caught yeah. lightning in a bottle with Jimmy Johnson and made the guy leave. And ever since then, dude, it has been a shit show. Yeah. It's been a shit show. So I, I just don't think that uh, – I don't know. You kind of got an easy division there, Paul. All you guys got to do is get your shit together this year. We do have an easy division. rattle up. That's like back in the day, the Patriots. Every year, you win like six games – Out of the gate, although the Dolphins usually split with us, but yellow Bills sucked. The Jets sucked. There was four fucking wins right there. The Dolphins we'd split with, so right there we were already like you know five games towards you know being at least eight and eight. I feel like you guys are in that right now. Is Saquon Barkley going to come back? Yeah, I think he's coming back week one
0: against the Broncos. So how are the Broncos? They always
1: play the Patriots stuff.
0: They're, they're, you know, they've got a new quarterback this year. We'll see what happens. But, you know, I listen, I think the Giants have weapons now, and I like Daniel Jones. Well, they, got, they got Teddy
1: Bridgewater? Yeah. So he went, what did see with the Panthers last year? Yeah
0: he, yeah, he went from the Saints to the Panthers to now he's on the Broncos. I love Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's great, but, you know, he's got to stay healthy, and um, I don't know if he's got the weapons of Giants. The Giants have weapons, man. I'm not even just saying that the Giants have weapons. It's just a matter of if they can protect them. That's it. All right. I don't know why the fuck we don't just why teams. Everyone wants to draft the gaudy big name receiver. The big, just draft a fucking moose from Wisconsin. Just draft a moose up front to just block you, man. That's 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 the name of the game, dude. You get a you get a good to you get a decent to above average quarterback with a good coach and a good line. That's what you need. And
1: I know, I know. But those flashy guys sell the tickets.
0: I know. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do, man? We'll see what happens. I'm just, you know, I'm scared because I'm like, if this guy's running for his life again, it's like, what's it going to take to just change the draft method? You know, I think that Eli Manning lost three years of his career. You said one time you go, I think Eli could get three. And I, at first I was like, no, nah, I don't know if Bill's and – then, and then I saw the run that they could go on, and I was like, oh, he's right. Eli's got another one in him, and then they just didn't protect him.
1: From 2008 2015- – Yeah, I still did great, but, I, I, yeah, I, I was a big, big – no, no Patriot fan, you know, doesn't know that Eli plays big in the biggest moments. You know, the guy just – just cool as a cucumber and, uh, yeah – yeah, kind of, The Giants for a while used to always say they would play to the competition doing that crap, to use that cliche. Like you guys would like lose to like the Redskins or something like this, come out there flat. He's like, yeah, the Redskins suck. But as long as you made the playoffs, then you guys became uh, really dangerous. So we'll see. I'm just psyched. But I guess they're playing 17 this year. Jesus Christ. I can't believe that with all this CTE shit that they're going to do this make them play an extra game. I think because the players wanted to play one less uh, uh, preseason game. And then the owner's are like, all right, well, then make it a real season game. And it's just like, I yeah. don't know. I think yeah. that's uh, crazy.
0: Dude, last night there was a kid at the stand who played uh, football in Florida. He played for uh, UC- He played for a Florida team, not, not UCF, but one of those Florida teams he played. But he said he played against the Florida Gators. He played against all these teams. And the guy was like not that big. He was like just under six feet or whatever. I think you saw him, and he was just talking to me and Bartnick. And he goes, he goes, Yeah, he goes, after my eighth concussion coaches and them were like, Yeah, dude, you're not going you're done. Like you you weren't going pro anyway. You had eight concussions, like you're done. And he's like, No, no, I could let me, I think I could and they were like, No, dude, you're not. You're like, you know, that's and that's great that they do that now. Yeah, yeah. But he was back just, in
1: the day, they'd let that keep kid keep playing until he was like punch drunk, and then you don't make the yet uh the NFL, dude, you know, when I was born, I believe in 1968, they only played 12 games and then they wow. moved it from 12 up to 14 and then from 14 to 16, which been 16 forever. And now it's 17. So they've increased five games a season since I've been born. It's, last selfish. Half of century.
0: it's selfish. It's all for fucking money. And it's ridiculous. It's, it's, It's ridiculous, dude.
1: All right, so what records do you think are going to fall now? Now you have 17, like, most passing yards in a season. I don't think rushing's going to go because nobody fucking runs the ball anymore. But, like, I I think a bunch of passing records. uh, Yeah. You get an extra game every year. Yeah. then people start doing the asterisk, it's going to be a mess. I don't know. But as a fan, I'm happy.
0: Yeah, you get another week to sit down and fucking yeah. eat. Yeah, it's, uh, I got to no, figure
1: not. out how to sign up for that fucking NFL package on my, uh, on my, uh, my computer because I'm going to be in hotel rooms the whole time out here.
0: Yeah, you could get the NFL package on your, an app on your phone and then cast it, I think. Oh, I
1: can do that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. You just get the NFL package, uh, on the phone and then you can, uh, cast it. Um, Jesus. Anyway. So my wife and I last night, we got into it. She goes, uh, not into it, but she was right. She goes, did you get a hotel? And I go, nah, no, I'll get one. I'll book it online. You know? And then I, I tried booking online. And then at two o'clock in the morning, I found out that it, it didn't confirm. So I was walking around times square, hot, sweating two o'clock in the morning with no place to sleep. And then I call you. And I go, hey, man, I go, uh, and then I go, dude, you, you got a blanket? No, the vest was like, you go, yeah, well, you could come here and, you know, crash on the couch if you want. I was like, yeah, I just need six hours. And then I go, you got a blanket? And you were like, I I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have an extra blanket here.
0: I fucking use that rug behind you. No, dude, I was just like, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> you just see me fucking. No, dude, I just. I know, um, dude. I look like I'm in a
1: hair transplant waiting room. They're just subconsciously putting rugs on the wall to make you, to try to sell it to you. Like this right here looks like the old, the old school hair plugs on these to just staple them into you.
0: Dude, I, used to, I used to be able to sleep comfortably in a hotel. I can't anymore. Is that weird? I used to go to a hotel and be like, no wife, no kids. Show's right. over. I don't got shit to do tomorrow until five, six o'clock, and then I would just wake up and be like, "Who called?" I'm in a strange place, starting to fuck with me as I get a little older. I'm not doing good with age, Bill. I'm not. Doing, you know that about me. I'm not doing. I want to run a five-five or less forty.
1: Oh my God, Paul's text me the other day. He said, "You know what? If I drop a few pounds, I I want to. I oh no, no, you said you, pull, have- you pulled your groin. I know. I you have said,
0: a her- I have a hernia.
1: You have a hernia. You have a hernia. <laughs> Which sucks because you were trying to get in shape where you could run a, a, a sub five, five or less 40 five, yard dash.
0: Five or less. Yeah. And I don't think now with the surgery and the recovery and stuff like that.
1: Paul, oh, you wouldn't have anyway.
0: No, I probably would have gotten to like five, 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 six. I've done that before. I wanted to get it lower than that, though. You've you done know? it before when? Years ago, I ran a five, five.
1: What does years ago mean, Paul? I don't
0: know. Middle school? Yes. No, I'm
1: just. <laughs> I know you went for the joke there, but I know I know that's true, dude. Oh, I was
0: young. No, I was younger, but I'm faster now. I'm faster now than I was. Like when I was, I'm faster now than I was when I was in high school. I think. You know, I'm stronger. You know what I mean? I know how to run more. i are not
1: Paul. More. I've seen pictures of you. You were a wire. You <laughs> were. A, you were a beanpole. When you were in high school, I've seen the pictures, seen you on the beach. I couldn't believe it was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you look like Jerome Bettis. So you're not you're not doing it, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> you're not dude. Do you realize in the last month you told me that you could compete in the Olympics, you'd make a great president, and that you could run a five a sub five or five. Or, or five. I, I would be happy with five.
0: I mean you think I could definitely beat under six right I could definitely beat Oh. No.
1: you think i go over six yes, no
0: That's if you out. ran a
1: five something whatever back in in high school and you were like 25, 30 pounds lighter, yeah dude you're not running a fucking six
0: dude six is six is slow man I think I ran like an
1: eight in high school
0: what you, what what did uh what did Brady run when his body looked horrible in that draft? Can you find that out? No, 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 whatever
1: whatever muscle twitch he has, that's what I have.
0: Dude, Brady ran like he was fucking jogging to the store.
1: <laughs> no, when he runs, he looks like how tall guys used to look. Tall guys used to be big and clumsy. He's like an old school when he runs. When he's standing there like passing the ball, he looks like a fucking you know, superstar. He ran a five two okay he ran a five
0: two okay eight so he almost ran a five three dude, that's and, fast and he was running like <laughs> shit it's not nFL fast but five two eight is fast the only position you could fucking ever get in the N- uh NFL was he ran
1: a four eight yeah. dude for a six five white guy dude that is fucking flying <laughs> yeah, that is
0: that is dude that is great uh rogers ran wow four seven yeah Yeah, dude rogers is an animal dude rogers is an who else should we look up who else do we look up
1: uh russell wilson what a russell wilson run
0: Ooh, i'm gonna say four six or under
1: i'd say four four
0: that's that's wide receiver shit
1: what do we got what do you say paul over under four 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 six
0: four six over four four
1: all right, I'm taking the under.
0: Ooh. Bam!
1: Four, five, five. You said 4-4. Four, four. I said first. That's right in the middle. No, no, no. But I, I said, I said over-under. Well, you know, I thought we were going over-under on a 4-6. Oh, okay. All right. But I didn't uh, clarify, so I'm not going to take that. i said that. You're sitting there acting like I'm – we weren't even betting money there, Paul. Why would I do that to you?
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm going to do this. I'm going to tape it, and I'm going to send it to the show, and we're going to play it on the show. I got to figure out what i could do i'm gonna six is six is almost insulting me bill
1: Leon sanders 3.9 what paul can i tell you something right now can you please not go out and time your 40 because you're going to get hurt and then you're going to get depressed and i, I you know you're, you're one of the few rays of light in my life <laughs> i can't i can't go out on the road with you in my mindset before i can do a Thelman louise in a hertz rental car Right into the Niagara, it'll be dude, epic.
0: How come I didn't know Dion did a three nine, dude? I thought the fastest time was under four two. Three nine is like—I didn't that. think anybody ever got a three, dude. I've never even heard of that.
1: Four four one one. one yeah, there's a uh, different uh, numbers here, but it looks like four one ones. The, uh, four yeah, one no, one. Yeah, no nobody Nineteen eighty nine. Broke... Yeah, yeah, same
0: nobody's same broke same four, enough. dude. Nobody. I mean, it, somebody might, but like that's like Usain Bolt shit, dude. That's like, I that would have been great if he was a receiver, dude. They wanted they 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 asked him. They go, dude, just be a receiver for a couple. Of, if you same bolt off the line, all you'd have to do is just chuck it up. Nobody, he would go past the safety. It would be hilarious.
1: No, but those guys. Don't, but he's never been hit. So what they do, they give him that that inside a five yard chuck. No track guy can deal with that. They just take off when they run with the wind. Oh, so you got some lunatic lunatic from the SEC uh, hit you in the mouth? He's not going to like that. I'll tell you what I can't do. Okay, I've said a lot of things on the show that I can do.
0: You want to know what I can't do? I can't fuck with weights, dude. I don't know if it's my shoulders or just, but like, I can't. Like, even like, I bet you, like, what what forty five on one side? Each each big one is forty five, dude. I don't think
1: I could do two on each side. More than Why more. would you do? Why would you pick up a forty-five-pound dumbbell at your age?
0: No, no, no. I mean a bench press.
1: Oh, bench press. Like a bench oh, press. Boy, yeah, that's that's one thirty-five. Why would you do that to your shoulders?
0: Yeah, dude. I, I it's like so I both, see
1: both, that exercise, especially if you do it wrong, which most people do, myself included, will fuck your shoulders up. You want to you want to do independent dumbbells, right? And you want to do light weights, higher rep. The older you get. All that being like super strong and all that shit, that's for the kids, Paul. You're in your stretching, lean and mean years. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Yoga, going for walks, those yeah. foam rollers. I mean, young kids should be doing that too, but like you can get away with it for a while. But I'm telling you, man, like, Paul, you got to let that shit go. Uh, the being number an two- old man is the shit, man. Being an old man in shape, you know, dressing sharp, but like an old man. It's the shit. It is. Now, now it just went higher. Yeah. Now so it's, now I like, went
0: 427. Four, two, yeah. It's, it's 427. And uh, no. there's like internet
1: rumors. And they said there were street rumors back in the day that he ran, like that they said he crab walked a 411. So there were a lot of rumors back then of people saying that he did it in crazy time. But because no internet, they couldn't check. And even I, with I, the I, internet, apparently, I, I, screwed it up. So. But yeah, oh, 427, man. that's what he did. Four two seven. All right. All right. I, I swear to God, Paul, I I, I think I ran a high seven forty in a pair of shell toes in gym class.
0: <laughs> I'm interested to see what my son does.
1: Cause and this is what's do. funny, dude. Because I kept myself in shape and in my early thirties I was playing touch football in Central Park with a bunch of comedians. And the first time I ever heard somebody say, Watch Ber- a... Uh, uh, cover burr he's fast and i almost fell down laughing i was like i am not fast you guys are out of shape i was slow when i was 18. Uh, i just didn't cute. put on 30 40 fucking pounds like all of you guys yeah. <laughs> i'll still never forget that game dude i couldn't fucking walk for like four days after that because none of us stretched and we were all in our 30s that was the first time i, I didn't think we i think it might have been like late 20s I had like some crazy bruise on my arm um uh, <laughs> it was uh, like me oh yeah bobby kelly this famous bobby kelly story so me and bobby were roommates and i was having a better game than him and he was just like he was psycho competitive back then so at one point we there was like uh, i think one person rushed or two people rushed or whatever so bobby was rushing and i was blocking and uh, I saw his nostrils flaring right right before the, the kid hiked the ball. So I knew he was coming. So what I did was I just sort of, as he jumped up, I hopped back. So that first burst, he would catch nothing but wind. He just catch the air, right? And I knew that that's all he had because it was getting to later in the game. And he was gassed and he was emotional. So he was using up his energy. So I kind of jumped back and he missed anything. And I just sort of, and as he was falling, I just sort of guided him to the ground. Kind of so he wouldn't like hurt himself. So Yeah, yeah, like Pedro Don Zimmer. Like, that's perfect, right to the ground. Yeah. (laughs) And he got so mad. He grabbed two handfuls of grass and just ripped them out of the ground. And then went right in front of me and just went, he threw it as hard as he could, like right in my face, but it was grass. So it went like 90 miles an hour for about like six inches. And then just went like. Like in between me and him. and then I remember this Puerto Rican kid that was playing too just goes he goes, stop <laughs> doing he just go, yo, he bugging Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh God, that's great,
1: dude. I've teased him about that like once every three years for fucking I don't know, we played like what was it 20 something years ago
0: that's great but yeah we had a
1: great time and that's i remember some fucking white lady came over you can't play football over here i think she owned like the apartment she was looking down on under the under uh, whatever the fuck it is what do you call it grand central park central park yeah central I love, park
0: i love pickup football games we made a fucking we we went big we would get like eight on eight and I would always, I would always play quarterback, and they knew what I was doing. And I still, I would just go do. I would say to the fastest guy, I go, "Dude, just run a post as fast as you can, just beat him." And then I would look away, so I would look this way, and then I would just turn and throw it that way. And he was always, it would always catch. It was so fucking fun. It was so fun. But then you started to get older, where if you got tech, because we played tackle, and that's when kids yeah. would start to get. That's when kids would like when you were that's in like. First time I messed up my back. You get
1: hurt. He had like, this game. We had this game going on. Of, uh, it was. It wasn't the popular kids. It wasn't the nerds. It wasn't the burnouts. It wasn't the metal metalheads. It was the good shits. That's where I hung in the grade. I was a good shit, but I, you know, I wasn't fucking cool, and I wasn't like, you know, a spaz or anything. So we just started this game that started off like four and four. And we get these stories, and we would be talking about it at the cafeteria, and everyone would be laughing. And then each week, more and more, dude. And it finally got to the point, it was like fucking 11 on 11. And it was fucking insane. And then what ended up, yeah, I ended up fucking my back up. And I knew I should have taken uh, a week off, but the other kid, you know, come on, what are you, a pussy? And I played, and ever since then, it was the first time I messed up my lower back. But uh, then eventually, what happened was the, the really popular kids started playing the actual football players and then a lot of the good shit stopped playing and then it just became you know like me and two of the other like regular guys versus all these guys who were actually on the football team we would get smoked <laughs> I remember they were just you know just faster they were bigger but uh
0: you Those know i'm totally really glad
1: i did that because it was better than playing organized football because then I really would have got my fucking bell rung or whatever that. But the fact that you play, because there was something to say about playing without a helmet, like tackle football. Nobody's leading with their head. You know Not what I mean? Yet. A lot of shoulder tackles trying to grab the legs and shit like that. However, early on, when, um, when uh, football first came about and it was evolving from rugby or wherever it came from, like they would have like, like three or four guys would die during a game. It was insane. So they ended up – they were going to try to outlaw the game. And, and um, what's his face? Uh, Joe Bartnick was telling me Teddy Roosevelt wanted to save the game. So he enacted something about the forward pass or something like that to try to, like, open it up a little bit and not just have a bunch of, like, 12 guys, 11 guys on each side just smashing.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, we, were, we were talking about it last night, man. they said, it's like a mini – It's like a mini car wreck, dude. Like uh, they, I think it was either Jerome Bettis or another, I was talking to Bartnick and that guy about this last night. They showed a video, Jerome Bettis was watching a video or, or an active running back was watching a video of an older running back or like a current running back that was at the end of their career, get out of bed. And they said from fucking Monday to Wednesday, the dude would like roll out of bed and like military crawl on his arms to the bathroom, slowly get up, dude. And, and active running backs were watching it, like crying. Like what, they say like, what happens to your legs? I think that's why Saquon is so successful. And if, it also, if you look at Saquon's quads and you look at Barry Sanders' quads, those guys that are low to the ground and they're fucking, they're the uh, Earl Campbell. Those guys' fucking legs, their bottom of their legs were like tree trunks. And they were able to,
1: but like, dude, the beat. Yeah, but look at Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell ended up in a wheelchair. It's, it's fucked up, dude. but like, I saw like, you know, seeing Gronk have to take a year off. Dude,
0: what about I did Gronk a roast behind? one
1: time. I did a roast with that guy one time, dude. His, his legs are like fucking three of my legs. Like one of his legs. He, he was gigantic. And I remember seeing like going like, I watched this guy play football. And like someone will come from the side, hit him in the side of the leg. And I watched this, this mountain of a man go flying. Like how strong are these guys? So <laughs> yeah, like for Gronk to look like a rag
0: doll, it's like, you know, easy. he
1: never looked like a rag doll, but he definitely went flying.
0: <laughs> no i mean when they took his legs out though but yeah. i remember i i put my hand on vaughn miller's and and uh the draft night willis oh, yeah. goes hey why don't you come down to this dude i went like this to vaughn miller and it was like i put my hand on a cinder block i couldn't believe that a man that big and it was that fast and like it was like touching it was like touching marble it was and he like, wasn't even flex he wasn't even flexing no, dude, he was relaxed at a party standing there in like a T-shirt. And I just went and it was like, it was like touching a wall. It was like, these guys are, <laughs> like, I, I remember taking it for. I was like, dude, did you, that was, this guy is fucking nuts. But um, um, guys coming down to it real quick, <laughs> September 15th, I will be at the punchline in Philly running my hour. And then I will be at Levity Live on the 16th and 17th running my hour until I ultimately shoot the special on the 18th. Tickets are still available. They're going for the Saturday. Pick those up. Um and uh, and the Wilbur Theater, October 22nd. Get my YouTube, Verzi Effect, Monday Morning Podcast, Bill's shit, my shit. Thank you guys so much. Uh is there anything else, guys? I think that's it. And let's go New York Football Giants. <laughs>